1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, April 14th edition, six-game slate for you on a Thursday, nice and early. If you're playing Fandle, you have eight games starting at 6.35 p.m. Eastern Time, but on DraftKings, as we cover on this show, you have a six-game slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Should be a fun one real quick. Some housekeeping, as always. I am on Twitter at bdentric. If you have any questions, you can hit me up there, or join us in the free Fantasy DGEN's Discord. Just ask, and I'll get you an invite over that direction. If you could do me the courtesy and give this uh, podcast a rate and review on iTunes, that would help out tremendously. Or go watch it on the Fantasy DGEN's YouTube channel, subscribe, give it the old thumbs up. That would help out a ton for you, season-long fantasy baseball players, and it will help with MLB DFS. Go check out the Bench with Bubba podcast. over Do doing episode 462 on Tuesday night, 463 on Thursday night. Tuesday's Bubba in the Bat Flip. Thursday's Bubba in the Bloom. I will mix in some Wednesday guests as always. So lots of content over there and check out Benched with Bubba. Um, but going to be a fun one. Six games will get you in and out as always. Uh, weather looks to be okay potentially on the slate. So keep an eye on that. We might touch some bullets after the messes we've had on Wednesday and some other days previously. Uh, the totals on the slate for your two extra games on Fanduel of Washington at Pittsburgh over under of 9 in Philadelphia and at Miami over under of 8 I will say if you're playing the Fanduel slate uh Yoan Adon is pitching for the Nats against the Pirates 6700 dollars on Fanduel and has a phenomenal price tag a phenomenal gpp play it'll allow you to stack coors and all the fun stuff you want to do there so if you want to use some value with Adon go for it at 6700 and then Gibson and Sandy Alcantara are both in play uh, for Philadelphia and Miami if you are on the FanDuel slate. All right, back to DraftKings. Your totals on this slate, Jays, Yankees, totals 8.5, Angels, Rangers, 9, Braves, Padres, 7.5, Cubs, Rockies, 11.5, and we are missing totals for Atlanta, San Diego. Yes, Atlanta. No, we got that. We got Atlanta, San Diego. So we're missing Detroit, Kansas City. It looks like it's Casey, Mize, Granky. Uh, Casey got rained out. On Wednesday, so they're probably not officially knowing, but right now we have Zach Cranky scheduled to start there in the Cincinnati and the Dodgers. There's no total there because it looks like Luis Sessa is going to open for Rivers and Martin to follow afterwards. So no totals there yet, but you have to imagine the Dodgers will be heavy favorites in that game. And when you're talking uh, Detroit, Kansas City, that could be a fun little total of maybe eight and a half, nine worth attacking if it is Mize versus Cranky. So let's get into the picks for this slate. Pitching has been rough. We have seen, though, this is the second time through the rotation, guys are starting to throw a little more in. Like we saw Logan Webb go 7. We saw Kershaw go 7. Still only 80 pitches, but you know Webb got up there on pitch counts. We've seen a lot of these guys start to get to 85, 90-plus pitches now, which is great to see. We can start to have a little more confidence, not a ton, but a little. Uh, the highest-priced pitcher on DK is Walker Bueller at $9,700. I am not all in on Walker Bueller. I think he's very tournament viable because you do have the Reds, who have been very, very hot and cold to start the season and a lot of swing and miss when you're talking about the Cincinnati Reds. So if you want to go Bueller, you can, because like I said, it's a Reds team that um, so far on the season, short sample as, as always, but striking out 30% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 165 average and a 0.078 ISO. The thing with Bueller velocity was down in Colorado. It could have been colder weather in Colorado. Lots of things that could have played into that. He went five innings to earned, five Ks. You know, he still got you 17.7 DK points. And the way pitching has been so bad, it's not the end of the world. Like, uh, Shane McClanahan was very strong, gave up three runs to the A's, still got you like 17 and a half points. Didn't crush you, but didn't, you know, probably lead you to the promised land. So, Bueller's in play in tournaments because I still respect this Reds lineup. There's still some thump in there, but the amount of swing and miss, and if Bueller can get that V just a little bit, little bit better, we might have something to work with there. But I am a little concerned. I'll be honest, a little concerned on that. And again, Shane was plugged for bench with Bubba the Thursday night episode of Bubba and the Bloom. We're going to look at guys that are having some uh, increased velo and some decreased velo's and our thoughts on that going forward uh, early in the season here. All right. Charlie Morton is my top payup spot on the slate at $9,300 at the San Diego Padres. Uh, Chucky's just great. I love playing Chucky. He's a strikeout monster. He had 5Ks and third against Cincinnati, that aforementioned Padres team, I mean, Reds team, through 78 pitches. So you'd imagine he's going closer to 90 this go around, maybe a little more. So he might be able to get you five, six innings. He got you 20 DK points his last time out. He's facing this um, Padres team that Logan Webb just dominated with 7Ks over his uh, eight innings of work on Wednesday on getaway day. And it's a Padres team striking out over 24% of the time with a .074 ISO versus right-handed pitching early on in the season. So Chucky at 93, I like quite a bit going to Petco Park as well. is not the, not going to hurt him at all. Shohei Otani is still far too cheap. Now on FanDuel, he's the highest-priced pitcher, like at ten eight, So that's respectable. Uh, but on DK, he's still 7,900 bucks, and that's just too hard to ignore. At the Texas Rangers, Shohei in his first start of the season, four and two thirds, four hits, run one run, but nine strikeouts against the Houston Astros through 80 pitches. Again, you're expecting 90 ish, 95 pitches. If all things are clicking, you got you 23 and a half points because the strikeout stuff was redonkulous in that game. And I get this Texas team not striking out a ton to start the year, but 0.087 ISO 214 average. And Shohei's got some elite strikeout stuff. So Shohei at 7,900 bucks is outstanding. Got a lot of cash game appeal to his GPP upside as well in that matchup. Like Morton and Shohei is kind of where I want to start things off. We'll see ownership. Shohei should be popular. But then again, we went through this last year. If you're a Quick Hits listener, like Shohei was always priced in the 7,500, 8K range. There's a lot of nights he did not get the ownership he deserved. Like he is a legit Cy Young candidate when he's on. He has issues with the walks from time to time. But if he's not walking, guys. Double the GKs are through the roof with, with potential with Shohei Otani. So $7,900. bucks. i will take that tournament gamble time and time again. So, yeah, I'll be going Morton and Shohei for the most part. But if you want to be a little different, uh, Joe Musgrove is $7,600. This is a really good tournament play at home against the Atlanta Braves. Like if you're a season-long player, he was getting drafted with Morton and company as a big upside ace for the Padres. Six innings, two earned, eight Ks against the D-backs in his debut and he's facing this this Braves team, which, you know, they double-digit runs on Tuesday, but Wednesday they were kind of quiet. They've just been kind of up and down all season. They're striking out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They got thumped for sure. There's no denying that. But there's a lot of swing and miss with this Braves lineup. So if you want to take some chances with Joe Musgrove in tournaments, 7,600, I think that is tremendous. You can save some money. You can go like Musgrove and Otani and stack up some bats, but two big-time strikeout upside guys in tournaments – that's definitely a way to go. Again, in cash, I kind of want the the Morton Otani side of things, but Musgrove has some big-time appeal when it comes to tournaments against Atlanta because most people, A, won't want to f- put him up against the Braves, and I get it. You know, Olsen, Albies, uh, Ozuna, you got Duvall. You got a lot of thump in that lineup, but there's a ton of swing and miss right now. So uh, Musgrove at 76 is quite appealing in that matchup. Other than that, you're just taking tournament uh, darts here like uh, – uh, you could go Gossman against the Yankees if you want to. Gossman had an up and down first start. The Yankees, we know what they can do. Barrios looked a lot better until I think it was the third time through the order when a judge went, went bonanza on him and just crushed one. So that's always possible. They do strike out almost 24% of the time. So Gossman might be able to sneak in some strikeouts. So tournament only for Kevin Gossman, that would be an angle to go to on a six game slate if you want to. You know, appeal to that direction. Maybe think he, you know, he's going to pitch more innings, more uh, pitches overall, rack up some more strikeouts. Maybe he'll be able to sneak in with a nice little, you know, like you know, twelve percent roster rate or less, uh, like almost twenty point performance. That would be awesome in a tournament. So you got to have that mindset that he's he's facing a very tough matchup, but things could potentially roll in his direction. But other than that, like I'm really not seeing any punts I like much at all. Like the only one I'd say is Justin Steele because everyone's going to stack Colorado. I'm going to stack Colorado, but you get Steele at 5,400 bucks. He was outstanding in his debut, five innings, no runs, five uh, Ks against the Milwaukee Brewers, a Brewers offense. has been very, very dreadful to start the season. And this Rockies team's hitting right now, even outside of Coors. They hit a little bit in Texas. Now you come back to Coors, it is going to be cold, like, well, colder than usual. And they're not striking out a ton: 17% carry versus lefties. against small, small sample. Hitting 320 versus lefties. So Steele was good. He's 5,400 bucks. He would be the, like, ultimate contrarian GPP play because everyone's going to stack Coors. Because on FanDuel, the Rockies are, are priced up appropriately. On DraftKings, which we're going to focus on always on this show, Rockies aren't priced. Like, they're they're easy to stack. Very easy to stack. So they're going to be a very popular stack, a stack that I'm going to eat some chalk on for sure. And uh, Justin Steele makes for a phenomenal contrarian play. Risky as hell, but very, very contrarian. So my main focus is on this slate. is Charlie Morton, Shohei Otani, Joe Musgrove, that's my main three on this slate. But bueller has got tournament appeal. Gossman has got some really nice tournament appeal as well. And then if you need to go Justin Steele, you can. But I'm going to keep it simple for me, at least for now. Again, we can see lineups. Like when I did the show last night, wasn't that excited about Kershaw that I saw the lineup. I read some more stuff from the beat reporters. I said it in the Discord. I got on Kershaw, and it worked out very well. It will it work out that well every time. Heck no. Like He's not throwing seven perfect innings like whoever you put out there. But you just got to kind of see when lineups come out, getaway days especially, things change. This isn't a getaway day, but it's, you know a lot of teams traveling for four-game series. So we might see some interesting lineups, especially early in the season. So keep that in mind. But Morton, Otani, Musgrove is my big three on this slate. Let's talk about the hitters as we cruise on through here. Uh, you can look at Salvi Perez if you want because Casey Mize, he's either very hittable or he's going to walk a lot of guys, which gets to the bullpen early. So I think that's that's an angle I want to go to. On the Cubs side, I think Wilson Contreras went deep on uh, Wednesday, and Freeland will be targeted. Like Freeland's an intriguing tournament. Like Freeland and Steele, either one you could play in a tournament because they both could probably get you 15 points or just get shelled, like we've seen it both with them. But will, uh, Wilson Contreras at 48 is very appealing versus Kyle Freeland. I, I, I like that a lot. Will Smith against Sessa and then San Martín at 41. Could be a nice pay-up spot because most of they're going to pay up are going to go to Contreras. So you can get a guy like Will Smith who's an elite talented at catcher hitting in the middle of a stacked Dodgers lineup. with the Dodgers stack is a very good stack tonight, especially if everyone goes to Coors and Dodgers are more expensive than Coors. Like this could be a fun spot. So Will Smith at 41 is someone I'd like to take a chance on. Uh, some other catchers, though, there's not a ton. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Elias Diaz and Coors at 34 is far too cheap. I like that one a lot if you uh, are looking there. Maybe some Alejandro Kirk for Severino at 32, um, but not a ton else, barring some interesting lineup for just trying to punt when all things are said and done. First base, you got Vladito, triple dong on Wednesday. Um, uh, He got me 49 DK points. It was absolutely glorious against Garrett Cole at 13% ownership. Absolutely amazing on a four game slate. Gotta love it. He's 59 for Severino. Again, same every show. Toronto's always in play. Now, Vladdy's the only one that really did anything for Toronto tonight, so the stack didn't work out so well but um, they're always worth a look. Severino looked okay his last time out, but we'll see how that one plays out. Uh, Freddie Freeman's going to get going eventually. People, when they're stacking, the Dodgers right now aren't using a ton of Freddie because he's expensive, and he's just kind of not uh, producing it, but it's early. So Freddie at 5K could be a nice low-owned piece of the Dodgers stack if you are stacking up L.A. Uh, Matt Olson, if you're fading, Musgrove, But the Angels are another stack I like a lot. Like, I'm, I'm writing the free DFS picks for Rotoballer on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, and my stacks I'm writing up is Colorado, Dodgers, Angels. Uh, Jared Walsh has been hitting the ball extremely hard right now. You get Dane Dunning, in that Texas bullpen. So Walsh at six forty six is quite appealing at probably next to no ownership. So that'll be a fun one there. Love CJ Cron at 45. He's an amazing play against Justin Steele. He continues to crush baseballs. If you are fading Bueller, like Cincinnati could be a nice contrarian stack. Like they didn't do much uh, against Cleveland for the most part. They, they they blew up two two days ago, but today they didn't do much of anything. But uh, Votto at 44 versus Bueller. If you think Bueller's velocity is, is still in trouble, the Reds are intriguing. Votto at 44 would be a piece of that one. Connor Joe's first base. Alfred eligible at 34. Love Connor Joe. He's leading off for Colorado. Joe the Joe Crone combo is a, a big big one for me. If you want to go to Detroit, I never uh, I never mind fading Zach Greinke. So Torkelson at 31. Torkelson his first career home run on Wednesday. He got double the game before that, so he's really starting to get it going. So Torque at 31. Would be another nice cheap one for you And that one. That out wraps it up, barring uh, some value popping up in lineups. Uh, second base position now, you got like Simeon if you want, Ozzy Albies if you want, but I like Jonathan Scope. Went deep on uh, Wednesday's 4,300 bucks, been hit. I think he's hit safely in five or six games so far this season, going up against the pitch to contact Granke. You got India at 42 as another like, kind of cheaper piece. In that midst, Glaber Torres went deep um, on Wednesday's 3800 bucks. for Gossman. That could be a little value there. You got Brendan Rodgers, Jose Iglesias for Colorado and some cheapies as well. But if you want to punt the position, I used them on um, Wednesday, talked about him in the Discord, talked about him on this show. Uh, Gavin Lux, second base outfit eligible. He went to Ding Dong City on Wednesday. He's being very productive. He's hitting over 400 to start the season. He's looking real good. He's 2900 bucks. Nice, cheap, cheap piece of the Dodgers. Second base outfit eligible for uh, Gavin Lux. And then Santiago Espinal, talked about him again. He's 23-hundo going up against uh, Luis Severino, if you want another cheap piece in that one. Uh, third base, you got Donaldson, who hit a bullet to end the game on Wednesday night. He's 5K against Gossman. But um, yeah, Wisdom and Coors, Candelar is off to a very slow start, but I'm, I, I love me some candy, man, so I'm not going to give up on him just yet. But Muncie at 43, he went deep on Wednesday. He's a nice cheap piece of the Dodgers. If you need to, um, Justin Turner as well. If VR is in the Cubs lineup at 3800 bucks, that's a cheaper piece of Coors action that I, I can definitely get behind. Jack Mayfield was looking into him. Second base, third base eligible for the, the Angels at 3 I want to see if he cracks the lineup. He's played three games so far this year. It's been every other day, so we'll see if he cracks it. But hit safely in every game. He's got an extra base hit in every game. He's got 12 or more DK points in every game. He's swinging a pretty hot stick, and he's 3K. So I'm very intrigued with that against Dane Dunning. If you're looking for a value play with Jack Mayfield, that stood out as like a, hmm. Then as always, like Jack Mayfield's at least a third, or a second base, third base, so you can play him at two positions. But the value that's just I'm going to keep mentioning him every show is Bobby Wood Jr.'s 2,500 bucks. He's too good. I know his band average sucks, but he's producing fantasy production day in and day out, even without getting hits. So Bobby Wood Jr., 25, is in play. A uh, shortstop, Trey Turner, worth a look for sure. Boba Shett, he's been ice cold to start the year, but that won't last forever. Now, uh, Damsby at 39 is okay. Glaber Torres again at 38. Shortstop's been a weird position this year. You got Iglesias and Coors at 32, um, which I like a little bit there. But for the most part, barring some random guys showing up in a lineup, it's like you got to pay for like Trey or Bo. Hobby Bias is day-to-day. Uh, do you go out of Berkto-Mondesi at 44? I guess you could if you're – want to be super contrarian, but it's, it's a rough, rough look for shortstop. You're probably paying up for the most part. Outfield's loaded, as always. you got Trout. Betts is in a good spot at fifty three hundo. Judge just, uh, he went deep on Wednesday. He's 52, but George Springer's swinging a very, very hot stick at 5,000. Uh, Giancarlo just missed one, but Seiya Suzuki in Coors at 48. I like a ton. I think a lot of people will, though, so keep that in mind. A good pivot off of Seah, it, or it, or just don't care about the chalk. You can just pivot somewhere else. But Austin Meadows is 47 hundo. Austin Meadows is crushing baseballs right now. He's off to a very good start to the season. He's hit safely in two, all five games so far, uh, 10 or more DK points in three or four, eight or more in four or five. Really swinging it well. He doesn't have any extra. He has one extra base hit. My bad. One extra base hit. So he's getting it done with multi hit games, scoring runs. He's 47 hundo, hits right handed pitching phenomenally, gets the pitch to contact Granky. He's a nice, um, a nice tournament play, because I don't think most, if they're paying up, aren't going to look to Austin Meadows. They're to look to Suzuki, Springer, Stanton, Judge, those type of situations. So Meadows could be a very nice tournament play at 47. Hundo, almost even cash viable, but I don't think you need to go there in cash. Uh, Chris Bryant's 44 in Coors, yes. Teoscar Hernandez left with an oblique injury, which should open up some value in the Toronto outfield, so keep an eye on the offense there. We saw Bradley Zimmer come in for him on Wednesday. So that'll be something to keep in mind. Uh, Joe Adele's only 42. I like that. It was brought up to me on Twitter. Joey Gallo, off to a rough start if you look statistically, but he is hitting the ball ridiculously well right now. He had a ball that um, in the history of StatCast, he's the first person that did not result in the home run. It was a flyout, so like just insane stuff. He's had multiple balls with like an XBA of like 950 and above for outs this year. He's about to have a big game sooner than later. So Gallo at 41 in tournaments is a very – like he's hitting the ball – Phenomenally, just the luck box is just running dry for him. So, Joey Gallo at 41, you got Lourdes Curiel at 41 as well. Um, you know, you got the Ozunas if you're stacking Atlanta, sure. If you want to go there, Blackman at 39 will probably get overlooked in your Colorado stacks if you want to be a little different. So, people will see lefty lefty, boring old Blackman that's the way to go. Akil Badu went d- deep on Wednesdays, 38 Hundover's cranky. I love always love my Benintendi at 38. There's Bradley Zimmery's 37 for Toronto. If you want to go there, uh, Ian Happ and Coors is always exciting. at thirty-six hundo, that's really cheap. Connor Joe at thirty-four I mentioned him earlier. If you're fading Bueller, Tyler Naquin's only thirty-three. The dude crushes right-handed pitching. Um, on Wednesday, he had a double, a stolen base. On, um, on the day before, a home run, a double. The day before that, a double. He's got fourteen or more DK points in three straight games. He crushes right-handed pitching. It's Bueller, but thirty-three hundred bucks makes for a nice tournament play. Uh, Brandon Morris for the Angels at 32. If you're stacking the Angels, nice cheap piece there against Dunning. Love me some Randall Gritchik at 3200 bucks. He's like, between Gritchick, Joe, and Crone. just phenomenal values against, for guys that just hit lefties so well. So really good Coors value, and it's going to be probably chalky, but Gritchik might not because he's towards the bottom of the order, which not everybody flocks to, so keep that in mind. Uh, other than that, like Aaron Hicks, Gavin Lux, they're cheap pieces, sub-3K guys in the outfield like jerks and pro i not looking to fade morton but uh, cody bellinger did go deep on wednesday he's 27 hundo if you want another cheap piece there versus uh sessa and san martin that's a place you can go and then other than that see what other value pops up in your lineups recapping your pitching my main dogs martin or morton charlie morton otani musgrove that's my big three um you could use gossman in tournaments you can use bueller in tournaments Cool with that either way. If you need to punt, Freeland and Steele are tournament viable because Coolers will be super chalky. Just not running to go do that. Uh, stacking things up, uh, the Angels. Love the Angels versus Dunning. Big, big fan there. Mentioned, like, Marsh value. You got Adele. Um, I like Brand, um, uh, Joe Walsh as well. Obviously, you have Trout, Otani. Lots to like there. Uh, Atlanta, San Diego, probably avoiding that. But uh, Detroit, KC, I think both sides are in play there. I prefer the Detroit side against Granky, Colorado. Coors field love it prefer Colorado side both sides are phenomenal and then I love the Dodgers uh Betts Freeman can be low owned you got Bellinger and Lux values Lux is the one I prefer Will Smith's a good target so lots to like in those scenarios so we'll see lineups. we'll see what happens we'll see if we need to shift some things and when we shift some things we do that in the fantasy DGN's discord which is free so come ask for an invite we'll get you up in there or hit me up on Twitter just in general at BD Intric. I'll help you out when I can also, if you can give a rate review on iTunes for the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits, I'd appreciate it. If you like season-long fantasy baseball, go check out the Bench with Bubba podcast. Give it a rate and review. Tuesday's Bubba the Bat Flip. Thursday's Bubba the Bloom. Sneaking in some Wednesday pods from time to time as well. But that'll do it, folks. We will be back with you guys uh, tomorrow for your Friday edition. But for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, April 14th edition. I'm out.